Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Go in Peace, a daily podcast from the Houghton College Chapel Office, where each day we take a look at one of our college lectionary texts and we ponder provocative thoughts so that we can truly go in peace to love and serve the Lord. My name is Michael Jordan, and I'm Dean of the Chapel here at Houghton. As always, I'm glad to share with you. And uh, this week we're looking at texts from Matthew 5 to 7, the Sermon on the Mount, and of course, Old Testament texts that complement them. Today's readings from the College Lectionary are the 23rd, excuse me, the 23rd Psalm, Deuteronomy 10, 12 to 22, and Matthew 6, 25 to 34. And as always this week, I'm just sharing some reflections on the New Testament uh, texts. So we're skipping ahead a few verses in the Sermon on the Mount, up ahead to Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. But I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it's the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. We want to talk about a text that is beautiful but can kind of drive you nuts. <laughs> Do not worry, says Jesus. And, uh, you know, I don't know if Jesus would pass a modern psychology class with this helpful advice. Don't worry. I mean, it's just, it's so easy the way he says it, right? It's so easy. Just don't worry. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your what you're going to drink. Don't worry about your body, what you're going to wear. It's the kind of thing, even as he says them, he's, he says them with enough specificity where if you're not worried about it before, you might be worried about it afterward. Just hearing him say, I didn't even know I should be worrying about what I wore, and now <laughs> here we are, you know. And so it's, you know, for someone who spent a lot of his younger years worrying and still is occasionally paralyzed by worry today, Jesus' advice here can really just kind of jangle, you know. It, it can really just uh, can kind of clash with our lived experience, which is always good to ask why, you know. Like if my lived experience clashes with what the Son of God is saying, it's good for me to take, take a back seat a little bit and listen and sort of think about that. I still don't fully know how to eradicate worry from my life, although I'm better than I used to be. I think what's really helpful for me here is that Jesus does not point to theological concepts, but he points to things that we can look at, things that we can see, right? 
Look at the birds. Birds are amazing, right? I don't have an appreciation for birds like my friend Eli has an appreciation for birds. If you don't know, Eli Knapp, who teaches here at the college, is um, a brilliant uh, a brilliant bird watcher, has written books about birds, just loves them. All right, I don't have that kind of appreciation for them, but but birds are amazing little creatures, right? And they, they just make a life. You know, the other day, um, I guess it was Sunday the 14th, I guess Valentine's Day was super cold around here. Um, and we were still streaming church at that point. We hadn't gone back to in-person worship. And uh, so I was sitting at home in my pajamas watching church and looking out the window and seeing the birds acting like it was spring, you know, beginning to flitter around and do their thing. And just these are just amazing little creatures, right? And Jesus says, look at them and consider that they're God's creation and precious to him and that you also are God's creation and precious to him, right? There's no way birds could ever survive in this unfriendly world without a God who loved and cared for them. And yet they thrive. Look at the flowers, right? Don't the flowers teach us that God cares for life and cares for beauty? Doesn't the way that the, flower, the, 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 way the flowers live and die and then come back, don't they teach us something about the way that God loves creation and doesn't sort of abandon things after they die, right? Jesus goes deeper. He shows the flowers are just like evidence of God's care, even among these things that we think are insignificant, you know? We, we put such stock in our human lives. We put such stock in our career, our families, how much others esteem us. But, but when that's gone, like, we also go back to the earth, right? And we are confident that God will raise us up again on the last day, right? But until that day, right, the matter that we are, the, 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 the bits of us that are matter, right, they go back into the ground and, and they aid the flowers as they grow. <laughs> like we can rest secure because the same God who enables all of this to happen and who oversees a world that is just teeming with the very real drama of life and death, that God is very capable of carrying the things that cause us drama. Even the very existential reality of our own living and dying is something that he can bear, right? That we can be confident that even after we die, right, God has not lost sight of who we are because that's just not who he is. God regularly cares for things that are beyond even our seeing. And, you know, Jesus could have just blown his listener's mind in that day, couldn't he, by just pointing to the intricacies of molecules and atoms, things that people had no conception of then, right? And likewise, Jesus could blow our minds today with things that we have not yet learned or discovered about how all of this works and how all of it coheres together in a beautiful way. Jesus chose to focus on the things that they could see and that they knew, and in that way helps us to know that he sees and knows us too. God, we thank you for the deep love that's ours in Jesus, and we thank you for the way we see that love demonstrated in the world around us. It doesn't solve all our problems. There's a lot of pain in the world. There are lots of things to sort out, but we are thankful for the things that we can see which show your evident love and care for even insignificant things. In those moments when we feel insignificant, God, help us to know of your care for uh, the birds and the flowers, and help us to take confidence that you care for us as well. We ask all this through Christ. Amen.
All right, we'll look forward to chatting with you once more tomorrow about the Sermon on the Mount. Until that day, go in peace to love and serve the Lord.